Welcome to Grace Point Direct, a place where we can all dig a little bit deeper into topics that we should all find interesting. My name is Devin Arredondo, and I am this week's host. So we say it every week, but that's just how important it is to us. Please download the Grace Point Church app. You can give on the app, you can check out upcoming events, and most importantly, you can submit prayer requests. We have a praying staff, and we've been praying as a church, and we want to pray with you as God works in you. And so speaking of praying, please be praying for our kids who are attending our Canicut camps. Be praying for the life change that's going to happen through an incredible week of camp with Canicut. And also be praying for our students as they head to CIY Move, our high schoolers. It's going to be an incredible week of camp as well. And actually, we're working on some content that will be out on this podcast about how to bring your kid back from camp and how we can help you help support you in that. So it is strategy meeting week, and I'm excited for strategy meeting week because the only strategy meeting that I've been a part of was all digital. So I can't wait to have one that's in person strategy meeting for those who may not know is an annual celebration that Grace Point Church uses to reflect on what God has done throughout the year and also to look ahead and see kind of what God is going to do next, what's next for our church. And so Grace Point members vote on key direction and decision points. And then we throw a huge party afterward and this year especially so because it is our 20th anniversary. And so that is super exciting. Since that is this week, we've got a super special episode for you today as I get to sit with one of our deacons, Brett Ferguson. Brett, welcome, man. Hey, thanks, Devin. It's good to be here, man. Appreciate it. I'm so glad to sit with you because we were kind of talking a little bit on how we haven't really had a chance to sit down together yet, which is on me, not on you. Uh, you're super integral into the life of Grace Point Church, and so I'm so pumped to sit down and chat with you and get to know you a little bit better. Um, real quick, tell us a little bit about who you are, your family, how long you've been at Grace Point Church. Yeah, thanks, Devin. So uh, look forward to getting to talk with you, too. Um, you know, interesting year for you to kind of come into this place and join, <laughs> and uh, so it's been crazy. I'm glad we're kind of putting some of that in the rearview mirror. So my family and I have been uh, part of Grace Point Church for, I think, about 10 years now. This is a topic wow. of some debate, because I don't know that we know exactly when we started coming here, but there you go. <laughs> we'll go with 10, 10 years. Uh, Rachel knows the exact date and time, I'm sure, but that's uh, that's not how I roll all the time. So my wife, Rachel, I have three girls, uh, Aubrey, Lily, and Maisie. Um, and so we love Grace Point. It's a huge part of our lives, right? We serve in small group leaders, uh, actually lead a small group um, with a lot of young couples, young married couples. Um, and obviously, I've been serving as a deacon now for two years. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your leadership. Tell, tell me a little bit more about you. If we were to run into little Brett on the playground, Taylor asks this question every podcast, what kind of kid would we be running into? Oh, man. I hate questions like this. <laughs> this is why I don't do podcasts professionally. Um, 
I don't know. You know, I was just a, a, a normal kid, I guess. Look, I, I loved sports growing up. I was if, if I was on the playground, there was some type of ball involved, whether it's yes. basketball or kickball or whatever. Uh, and, you know, I, that, that was my thing. Uh, I wasn't super athletic. Don't get me. I'm not saying that. But I, I just that's what I would be doing. You just love to play. Yes, I wasn't. I wasn't on the monkey bars or the swing set. I was. I was on some type of sport court thing. There you go. That is similar for me. Any kind of ball, I was running after it, yeah. trying to chase it, have fun playing. Well, awesome. So, what we want to do today is outline first, kind of what is the deacon role here at Grace Point, and and second to talk about a few things over the last year that we've had to tackle behind the scenes at the church and, and really how we've seen God move in those things. And so, Brett, why don't you talk first about what it means to be a deacon at Grace Point Church and just how some of that process works? Yeah, sure. Um, so, look, biblically, what I believe being a deacon is, is I mean, the very word is like uh, this idea around servanthood, right, and mm. being a servant. And so the way I view the role as, as deacon in church is really it's, it's an act of service, right? It's a group of men who come around to serve the staff and serve the church. Um, and so all the deacons that are on the, the deacon body are all involved in serving in a lot of different ways. They're the kind of people that you see up here like, you know, multiple times a week, right? They're, yeah. they're involved in a lot of different things. And, and so that's a big part of what being a deacon is. That comes to life in a lot of ways. Um, obviously, we all have a place we serve in a ministry. So my, one of my big places to serve is in small group leadership. Um, my wife and I always also help with the First Step experience um, and helping new members kind of onboard to Grace Point. Um, but then there's another column, which is like, hey, we serve the staff. And so each of us have relationships with different staff members. Like It's really important for us that our staff members are healthy emotionally yeah. and spiritually. And so one of the roles of deacon is to um, kind of insert ourselves and build relationships with different staff members so that uh, so that we can just check in on them. You know, we pray yeah. for them. We try to take care of them in, in some way. So Andrew Brown's one of the staff members that I personally try to build a relationship with and, um, you know, just try to check in on them, things like that. Um, and then the third part is, you know, obviously there's a piece of this where we're checking in on Mike also. We're helping uh, Mike and serving Mike and making sure Mike's in a good place personally. And then as a whole, the strategy of the church, we don't dictate any of that stuff. But right. the goal is that when it's all working together is that we're helping Mike kind of bring clarity to the mission, vision, strategy of Grace Point. We're praying through that with him. We're advising on things, and we're working together um, to make Grace Point uh, the church that we think God wants it to be. Awesome. Yeah, and we're, we're so grateful and thankful for your service and all of our deacons for that matter, because, I mean, I can speak even to just your leadership here. And as you said, just briefly, you, you know, you see us in multiple different meetings and Man, I've seen you here on campus so many times, and I know you live a busy life as we all do. And so just a huge shout out to you and all of our deacons for giving up the time that y'all do to serve the church in the way that you do. And so it's a huge, huge uh, help for us, and we're so grateful for that. So let's let's talk about 2020, the uh, kind of elephant in the room over the last year, how strange it was. We know that things were obviously difficult, but as you already kind of said a little bit, that now we're kind of getting into the rearview mirror of that. But let's talk about kind of 
anything that you can that maybe went on behind the scenes that maybe the average attender may not have even noticed or seen? Yeah. Um, look, we are... <laughs> I'm glad that 2020 is over, right? Yes. Uh, and, and that we're starting to move on. Um, when I look back on that year as it related to kind of being a deacon and, and what we were doing here, I think a lot of it was about helping Mike make tough decisions of, hey, when are we going to um, kind of go to a virtual um, services? Yeah. When do we reopen? What does that need to look like? There were other people involved in that. It's not just Mike and the deacons, right? There was staff. Caleb had a team of other people that were helping kind of make some of those calls and like establishing some protocols and things like that. Um, and it, and then I think a big piece of what we had to do in 2020 was really being like 2020 is a discouraging time for church staff members, guys like you that are used to seeing a room full of students every week or whatever and not having that. Um, I think it was more important than ever that we tried to really encourage when we saw like really good things happening during that time yeah. that we were, you know, kind of giving people the right kind of like support encouragement of, Hey, you know, great job because you weren't seeing the kind of feedback you guys normally see. Um, and then, you know, it, it, encouraging Mike, look, it, 2020 was a divisive time culturally. Like it was a cultural moment that was yeah. brutal, right? To live brutal. through. And it'd be lying if I said some of that didn't leak into churches all yeah, over. And so absolutely. helping Mike, you know, stay encouraged about, hey, when when people were voicing concerns or frustrations or whatever, like, hey, reminding him of, here's what, like, we have your back, we have your support. Like, if this is kind of whatever, the, maybe as a protocol or a decision we made of like, hey, it's okay. Like, we, we still have, you know, your support. And like, not everybody loved every decision we made, even in the deacon's room, not everybody loved it. But we try to approach it of, hey... I can disagree with this, but we're yeah. still unified and we're still driving forward the mission of Grace Point. Man, and I think that is such a an, an important piece. And I'd love to hear, even from your perspective personally, you, you've been a part of Grace Point Church for 10 years now. And I imagine there have been some decisions that have made that maybe you don't agree with or your family don't agree with, but like you're still here, you're still committed. How do you kind of process some of that stuff sure. or what, what does that look like for you? You know, I, I go back to kind of what we talk a lot about in First Step Experience, and I truly do believe this. Like, being a part of Grace Point, being a part of any church, really, is about feeling a calling and a commitment, and yeah. it's not about convenience and choice. Mm. And what that means for me is, hey, I believe in knowing God, loving people, and living sin. At the core of who I am, I believe in those things. Yeah. Everything else, you know, is really not as important as that. And so a huge part of how I approach things when maybe uh, decisions get made that don't go my way is like, hey, that's okay, because we're, I'm still about knowing God, loving people, and living sent no right. matter what. And these other people making these decisions, I know they're still about that. And yeah. as long as we're about those two things, or those three things together, then we're in a good place. And what's hard in this moment of our society, I believe, is that all of us want everything exactly the way we want it. Yep. And nothing really works that way. <laughs> that's no. a frustrating way. To, if right. you need that in your life, that's a frustrating way to live, right? Right. And then the other thing I'll say, Devin, is, um, man, it, it's hard to see... It, it hurts me, personally, to see division inside churches at all. Yeah. And Grace Point, by and large, is a very like unified place, yeah. for sure. And so I think because we have this history of being very unified, when we do have to make hard decisions, and even little disruptions feel like a much bigger deal than maybe they really are, but it's, it's, um, it was an interesting year, and I, you know, I'm proud of how our church made it through it all. 
Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so now as we kind of have looked back at 2020, what are the things that excite you moving forward? What are, what are the things that excite you about the future of Grace Point Church? Um, you know, they're the same things that we're about, um, which is knowing God, loving people, and, and living sent. Um, I'm really excited. 2020 forced us to find some ways to live sent in our local community better than we had before, hmm, because yeah. our primary idea around living sent at this church has always been international missions, and yeah. that will always be significantly important to us. But I think we started to figure out the the beauty of the word and, and like we're going to be doing that locally and internationally. And I think the fact that we had to focus locally um, brought some new stuff, new opportunities to us that are I'm really excited because I want this church to make God famous here too. Absolutely. And so I think um, that helped us do that. Um, you know, I, look, I think we're still reconciling with um, racial issues as a culture. And um, we're still reconciling a lot with sexual issues as a culture. And I think yeah. 2020 taught us um, we can't hide from that stuff. Yep. Like, we actually believe the Bible has a huge voice in both of those issues, Absolutely. and I'm excited to see us continue to try to um, lead in what, hey, here's what the Bible says about racial reconciliation, about people, right? We're all made in the image of God, and here's how that needs to come to life. And here's what the Bible says about sexuality. There's so many people that struggle with that and Absolutely. those kind of issues in their life every day, and I think 2020 maybe taught us, hey, it's okay to step into that stuff. It's complicated, yeah. but it's where we need to be. Right. Yeah. And we need to step into it with some courage yeah. and, you know, some great, a ton of grace, knowing that we don't have all the answers, but the Bible has to be the foundation. And man, that's such a good word for us. It, it excites me as well to talk about those things and get into helping people know God, love people, yeah. and live sin. And man, that's a huge part of that. So coming up in strategy meeting... There are certain deacons that people vote on and whatnot. What does this potential group of deacons look like? There's a rigorous process for people. Like anybody can nominate anyone to be a deacon, right? So it's not some like uh, secret society, right? <laughs> so uh, anyone can can be nominated. Anyone can nominate anyone. Um, and I think then there's a rigorous process where Mike and the staff kind of vet through some of those people, and it's a combination of kind of looking like, hey, have they been, you know, what's their membership here look like since they've been a part of Grace Point, right? Have they been serving? Have they been, like, you don't become a deacon and then start to serve, right? right. So we try to find people that have already been, you know, just over and above in their faithfulness yeah. to um, to God's calling to them as a part of this church. Um, and, we're, you know, we're looking for, obviously, for men of character and integrity and um, and people that want to do it. Right? It's a big it's yeah. a big commitment, right? So it's Absolutely. uh it's three year commitment. Um and so it's a it's a big commitment. And then we pray over it a lot <laughs> of like, hey, who's God, you know, calling to be a part of kind of this year? Is this kind of two two new deacons come on every year as two other people's term kind of expires and then they kind of rotate through. So um I'm actually really excited about this group of deacons because I know them better than I've known any of the other uh deacons that we've had. Uh one of them I know extremely well. We'll get to that in a minute. But kind of three things with this year's uh deacons. One, Rob Horton who's already been a deacon for 3 years. Um one of the things that we're going to be voting on is extending him for a fourth year. We had a situation um last year where two of our deacons got relocated 
for work. And so it kind of threw off our cycle a little bit. Yeah. So we're trying to get everything kind of back on track. So Rob's going to um, add another year on. And then two new deacons coming on. One is Michael Palladino, who I've known for like since we moved to Northwest Arkansas 13 years ago. Wow. Um, we used to be neighbors down the street. Um, we've known each other for a long time, even before both of us went to Grace Point. Um, business leader in the community, um, a great dad, a great husband, um, yeah. all around awesome guy. And you know, him and his wife have been serving Grace Point in so many ways for a long time now. Yes. And so really thankful to have him. And then the other one that I know extremely well, I've literally known for, for his entire life, uh, and, and most of my life is my brother, Justin. Uh, so Justin and Lindsay have also been a part of Grace Point for uh, 10 or 11 years now, longer than Rachel and I have, actually. Um, you know, they lead in a small group. Um, and so I'm really excited to have Justin on board as the as part of the deacons. Um, really, really wise and um, loves this church a lot. Wow, that's so cool. I actually didn't know y'all were brothers until right now. I knew that really? there were two Ferguson families. No idea that y'all, y'all were related. So that's... That's awesome. Justin and I don't look alike, but if you're around us for a little bit, we talk and our mannerisms are alike. We also have this really weird deal that we show up here dressed very similarly (laughs) on a regular basis. So Justin's my little brother, younger brother. I I shouldn't call him little brother because he's a grown man, but uh, he's six years younger than me. Um, And so, and we're we're really close. So Awesome. That's so cool. So as you kind of have sat on that deacon group, and as you know, the deacons who were voting in coming up, what kind of, I know the deacons are very oftentimes forward thinkers. And so what are kind of some things forward thinking ahead of us as we move into a new church year um, that you see as potential areas to improve on or maybe not yeah. improve on, but that excites you yeah. moving forward? No, Absolutely. Know? Um, I think we look forward and we talk about a few areas where um, maybe improve on is probably the best way to think about it, right? But yeah. like, look, it takes 400 people to make the ministries of this church happen every single week. Yeah. And I think we have a big, and, and we never have 400, right? There's not, right. A, there's not a week where I think you're probably like, oh, I have too many, too many right. helpers this week. Like I, I need to tell these volunteers to go home. I don't think you've ever had that week. No, definitely okay. not. And I know Emily hasn't had that week in kids ministry, Absolutely right? Not. So I think a big part of it is, hey, how do we do a better job of people who say that they're on board with Grace Point and like yeah. this is their church? How do we help them see in a different way the value of serving within the ministries of Grace Point? Um, I don't think we're always great at that. We're ta- good at talking about our needs and where we need help, right. um, but we've, we've got to find a better way to get people engaged in service, because it's really important. Um, the, the life of the church, depend. this church model is built not on having a huge staff, right? right? It's This church model is built on having people committed to the mission. And so we've got we've to work on that. And then I think we think strategically about how we impact this community. There's a lot of stuff that we, um, we can and should be and want to be doing there. The last kind of question for us, just to kind of have some fun a yeah. little bit. You, you mentioned yeah, deacon earlier. stuff's kind of boring. Yeah, it lie. is a little bit, a uh, little drier episode that I get to host today. But so tell us... I know we talked earlier about some different Don't questions. ask me what my spirit animal is, because I will turn off this mic and walk You'll out the door. He hates this question, what is your spirit animal, so I won't ask it. But there was one question that we talked about a little bit that I thought might be really interesting. If you were to host a podcast, what kind of podcast would you host? What would oh, it be about? You know, 
I've actually thought about this before. Okay. I mean, not that I've thought about starting a podcast, right? Because that, I, who has time for that? Yeah. Uh, but I, so I listen to NPR all the time. I'm oh, a okay. huge NPR nerd. And I think one of the things that NPR can do that's so great is they can make any topic so interesting, stuff that I never thought I would care about. So if I started a podcast, I think it'd be cool if there was a podcast that just went deep into like random people's lives. I just love hearing people's stories. So if I ever did a podcast, it would be about people and their stories and just kind of what their life has been like. I love that kind of thing. Um, and I think everybody has, everybody's life is just so interesting to me, you know? So that was probably what it'd be about. Absolutely. We should have uh, done a little better job of like making our voices really smooth and kind of monotone for the NPR people. Yes, yes. Hello, welcome to Grace Point Church. <laughs> we have no emotion. We're just here. We're just here. Robots tell me, reading tell me a script. A, tell me a little bit about your life. Yes. That's very NPR. <laughs> yes. Well, Brett, thank you so much for sitting with me. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come shed light for maybe some people who don't have any idea what the deacon process looks like, what y'all are committed to. It's been super fun hearing from you on some of the inner workings on how things work here. So if you're listening now and have some follow-up questions that you'd like to submit, you can send them to taylor at gracepointchurch.net. That's taylor at gracepointchurch.net. And he'll get you hooked up with the appropriate source of information. We vote this Sunday, so do the best that you can to be as informed as possible. We're all super excited about what is next for us, and it all starts on Sunday. Let's also remember that as we go, we want to show and share Jesus in everyday conversations with everyday people. Live Sent.